This is What The F Podcast. I am Tamara. And I'm Rebecca. How are you? I'm excited. What episode is this? This is Cinco de Murder. Cinco de Murder? That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I I think the show is definitely going to have murder in it. Um, Yes, it should if it's named that, right? My story has murder in it. Yeah. It's exciting. It's so terrifying. <laughs> it, it's, it's bad, but it's it's true. But it we love hearing about you know true crime and all that. You know, it sounds weird, but whatever. Yeah, it's interesting to know what exists out there. Mm-hmm. And like crazy, like crazy, crazy town. Yes. If you yes. don't know, if you don't hear about it, then you don't even think it could exist. And all of a sudden, it's like pops up in your face, and you're like, "What uh, the fuck is that?" Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's some crazy stories. You know. A lot. I heard one yesterday, and I might use it on the podcast, but it's disturbing. Oh, God. Okay. Um, disturbing it is. And so mm-hmm. is, this, is this when we give our little warning? There's a disclaimer? I give a disclaimer, I guess. Then. Okay. So, uh, so if you're listening to this, and you might be triggered, or got children around, or you just don't even want to hear. About murder. <laughs> about murder. Um, just let you know. That's this coming up. Or you can listen and then just skip yeah, that story. Yeah, we'll tell you. You'll By the title yeah. of the subject, we'll tell you. You'll yeah. know. You'll when know it's, when it's we'll coming up. It it's, it's when Rebecca's story is coming up. So. <laughs> if I'm talking, turn it off. <laughs> just, it's you know, just for skip, you. Just skip through it. <laughs> just skip through it and then yeah. listen to my story. Oh, yeah. Which, though, you might be triggered by that, too. As well. It's, but a, it's, rape, it's a rape story, so... Oh, this is going downhill. I okay. know. Okay, okay. Let's get to the point here. I love it. So if you're triggered, you know. Yeah, if you're just easily triggered, then this might, might not. not be the show for you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Perfect. Perfectly done. Exactly. And understood. Exactly. Um, what has happened with you this week? Um, no, nothing like really exciting, I guess. Um, seemed like I had something I wanted to share, but I don't really recall what that is. But, you know. It's been a bit, it's been a long time since we've recorded. It's a little longer than we I know, normally do. It is. It is. Um, we just had like a lot of life stuff coming up, yeah. you know, and so we had to just like change it, change yeah. it up a bit, you know. So it has been a while since we've um, caught up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we have to. We have to work on that. <laughs> we'll we work, work on, on that. that. Yeah. So it's just, I guess, because things have been crazy. Really, we haven't. So we will work on that. That'll yeah. be a little bit better. What about you? You have anything? I have going I'm on working a lot. Mm-hmm. I booked um, a flight out to uh, California for a wedding I'm shooting out there. Oh, that's good. I finally like solidified it, you know, with the airplane tickets. Oh, that's now good. it's like becoming more real that I'm mm-hmm. going to go and do it. I'm excited. So. Oh, well, that's exciting. Yeah. When is that? It's in um, August. August. The end of August, and so it's going to be beautiful weather what out area? there. Oakland. Oakland area. Um, and so then I'm taking... So are you looking for also people to photograph while you're out there too? I would love that. So, you know, if anybody's listening that might be in that area or we, you yeah. live in that area during that time. In the Bay Area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, hit hit Rebecca up, you know? Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do beach photos out there. I want to find a family to do beach photos out there. But I'm doing a wedding and that's a dream come mm-hmm. true to be traveling to do what I do. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, so that's really that's really good. Um, we have um, 
finally what we've talked about for so many episodes for um, our segment or, uh, that is still developing. Yep. Um, <laughs> we have Rex here, my boyfriend. Rex. 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 I am here. I was told, I was told to show up. Yes. <laughs> I was threatened slightly. You aren't, he was not. But I'm a big fan of the podcast. I always listen. I always get all the info and know what's going on. So, so. <laughs> he's lucky. I am. I've been, I've, I haven't missed an episode. I'm all no. I'm good to go. I don't think he's listened to episode four, actually. Um, that was no, the best episode. Yeah. So. That is bullshit. You don't know. So. I do too know. Whatever. <laughs> We were just talking about this the other day. So okay, so, but Rex is here, and but you're he, excited. He's here, and so he'll probably he'll definitely listen to this episode because he's on it. And <laughs> so, all Rex's fans. Right. Rex has got his own Rex, fan he does, club. He he's does. He's a rock star in town. Yeah. I, t- I tell you that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? My normal introduction when we're out and about hanging out, I always say, "Hey, I'm in a pretty popular local band." So, but again, as your as your illustrious producer is as well. So. Yes, there's lots of musical yeah. talent like in this room. It is. I am go, not one of them. Recognized, people want to talk to you. You know how it is. So it's that exciting. So we have that. So we'll start off, I guess, talking about um, this week. What the f stories? Oh man, so much. Yeah, so much. Like, it's always so much. You it's know? like if we go one more day without recording, there is another story that we can <laughs> be talking up. about. It's like really, this one's almost worse than the last one we looked I at. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, what just happened? Like, what, what was it? Like two days ago, the Southwest Airlines, which yeah. is funny because what we were just talking about airline thing, it wasn't the same though, but about airline, um, about the dog dying. Oh yeah. You know, just a couple podcasts okay. ago. Yep. And so then now we have another story about airline Southwest. This is way worse though than, I, I mean, mean, it's you all know, bad. It's all bad. It's bad. It's bad, but it's, it is, it's shocking. I, I, I was actually booking the, the flight to California oh, when the, person, the news came out. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. The person that I'm going with shared it with me. Oh. And I was like, I'm still, I have to book this. Like, I still have to go. And you're flying Southwest. And I'm flying Southwest. (laughs) And so then I, like, read the the caption of the story and then hit, you know, commit your life to this. And You'll be fine. I know I'm going to be fine. I'm excited. I I love Southwest. And their flight attendants are hilarious. Oh, I know. They're so So funny. So much fun. Yes. And you'll be fine. This is just some freak thing that happened yep. which is why it's on the show because it's what the f it is what the f and so for people who don't know what we're talking about um so a couple days ago then southwest um they had an accident on a plane um engine fell out of the plane while it was up in the air it was like thirty thousand feet i believe up in mm-hmm. the air um pilot you know totally saved so many lives and it was a woman pilot so yay for women yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's pretty awesome but unfortunately there was uh one passenger who passed away mm-hmm. um and in total the whole chaos of all that going on was 20 minutes but i'm sure those people felt like it was hours like, right so what happened yeah. you, the engine fell out the and then something out. came and pierced the window 
Yeah, I think like uh, what was it? A piece of the the engine. The engine came flew and back the window. and pierced the window, so causing so the cabin. To then there's a big hole. Yeah, in there, and, and she gets sucked out the window. Yeah, so she's like sucked, but like not. And, like, people like are like pull her in, right, to save her. Yeah, and, I mean, it's just very traumatic sounding. You, I just can't even how imagine. You, how do you know if, which person you're gonna be? Are you the person that's pulling her in because you're like whatever I can do, how do you, I'm oh sure everybody gosh. just thought they were going to die. You know, I mean, I would like, have been like curled up in a beetle position in the back of the airplane. <laughs> like, I, I mean, crying um, myself. Yeah. There's a story that I read about someone who, um, they paid the $8 fee to get wi- Wi-Fi and yeah. just so that they could record a Facebook live of their ah, last that makes sense yeah of their their last moments so they wanted to talk to their family and friends oh my god so they did a facebook live you know because they just all thought like they were going to die which i i, see I mean i saying. would i see what you're saying yeah okay yeah oh my gosh so uh it's very frightening and scary i mean i can't imagine you're flying and an uh, engine falls out you are like going wherever you're going mm-hmm. um what was her, what is her name? Her name. I, believe, I know her last name is like Rodin. Um, we have, okay, let's see here. Hold on. Yeah, we have, um, see, everything I'm, okay, Mrs. Rodin. She was 43. She was a Wells Fargo executive okay. and mother of two from Albuquerque. Okay. And so she was pronounced dead at a hospital um, and what medical examiners later call blunt trauma to her head, neck, and torso. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so she's a mother of two. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer um, Rodan or, or Riordan, I guess would be how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Does she have three, dot, three kids? No. It says here two. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says that she has uh, two. That she had two kids. She's a mother too from Albuquerque. That's sad. Yeah. So that's very sad and uh, just so traumatic and stuff. And so um, I can't imagine what everybody is going through. Is going through with that. But um, thankfully, the the pilot was able to save. save the day and save so many other lives. You know, even though one person did unfortunately pass away from that so um it is what the f and it makes it scary i guess for if you're flying but don't be (laughs) because there aren't there you know this is a freak thing this isn't normal you know right um and so yes basically so another crazy story then this week yeah this one's um just happened was it today or yesterday the 18th okay yesterday um, a 911 operator who hangs up on emergency calls is sentenced to jail. Okay, so Crenshonda Williams, 44, was sentenced to 10 days in jail and 18 months probation after a jury found her guilty of hanging up on Texas residents attempting to call 911. Wow. What, what in the world? Yeah. Um, she hung up on thousands of people. Wow. Attempting wow. to call in. Thousands. Thousands. Attempting to call in emergencies in Harris County, Texas. Wow. And does it say, like, how she got caught? Like, how was this found mm-hmm. out? Um, 
she reportedly um, she was she reportedly had an unusual number of short calls, which means mm-hmm. they were no longer than twenty seconds. Wow. Um, and it it determined that she hung up on thousands of wow. people because wow. of how many twenty second calls she had. Um, in one instance, emergency caller Jim Moten told uh, KTRK um, that he called into 911 in 2016 when he spotted two vehicles speeding on a highway where people had been killed from speeding week, weeks earlier and thought his call had been dropped after a few seconds. Um, the, court, the court documents, according to the news station, stated that Williams had taken Moten's call and before he could finish explaining his emergency, she reportedly said... Ain't nobody got time for this. Are you for real. are you kidding me? She said that. <laughs> she said that. <laughs> she quote unquote. Are you kidding me? Ain't no time. And ain't nobody got time for this. Okay. Okay, Crenshonda. <laughs> okay, Crenshonda. I can't believe that. I okay. can't believe that you would call nine one one, and then that would be your response. Like that. Ain't nobody person, got time for. Ain't this. nobody got time for this. Like she's the, she's the person you're calling for help. Oh my god, why 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 was she even? Oh my god, why? So it says Williams reportedly spent a year and a half at the Houston Emergency Call or Center taking nine one one calls. She was a year caught. and a half, and then she already hung up on thousands yes. of people. Wow. Yes. I was thinking maybe she worked there for years. No. So, so she like never took calls. Then. Never. She just never. But I mean, I I I call nine one one. Have you ever heard, we've called we've called nine one one together? That's a what the oh, f story. Oh, that is a what the f story. Maybe actually, a, maybe we'll tell that soon. maybe we should tell that story. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but do you remember how long it took to get through? Yes. Which means people are calling and they're mm. overwhelmed. They are. And I actually know people who work in the emergency department, you know, mm. answering the phones and stuff. It's stressful. Oh, I bet. I mean, I mean totally. Yes, it would have to be very you have stressful. To, I mean, you have to be on high alert. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's not a, a, they don't have the staffing right correctly. So there's right. lots of overtime of dealing right. with that. I mean, that's, you have to be really. But I mean, to hang up on people. No, I'm not saying anything about what she did was right. But I am saying um, it's a hard job. Right. And a thousand calls. I don't know. I can't even imagine what, what you get in a day. If it's I don't know because she did already. Ha- I mean, thousands is what they said, yeah. you know, and over a oh, year yeah, and a half, true. yeah, that thousands, thousands meaning it, could be more than one yeah. thousand. And in a year and a half that she, had, I just don't think she ever took calls. She's obviously a very uncaring person, no empathy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and definitely did not belong in that position at yeah. all. My goodness, and I'm just, mm, I just kind of it's upsetting with a like. That went on. That it it was thousands, mm-hmm. and it wasn't caught. You know. I know there there has to be a checks and balances system that is in play. I mean, we deal. We we worked in a call center, mm-hmm. and, and and granted, it's different. It's private funding versus public funding. Mm-hmm. You know, private funding you can put places right. and things to protect your money or whatever. Right. But in, in government funding, you're going to have gaps in the system, and clearly, no one's taking the time to. I mean, they don't even have the staffing to do it. So 
there has to be some kind of system put in place for that. So you know True. who's doing their job correctly. It's oh, so absolutely. Difficult. And so I guess probably from this, it brings yeah. attention and that they need to do this. But well, I'm just surprised that it's something like as serious as 911 that they didn't have that. And I know that, you know, True. what you're saying that they're understaffed and all that, but still, I would think this would be something that's like a priority because we need to be able to get yeah. these calls. I mean, can you imagine like if you're calling and say somebody was like, you're in a there situation. Home invasions. Yeah. On home invasions. See, that's crazy. And yep. you're calling and maybe that's your only chance. Like what if yep. you don't even get another chance, to, like call right back or whatever. Right. That's your only chance. And that's it. I know. You know, well, well here is what, um, her attorney says, Franklin Bynum argued that his client was going through a hard time in her life oh. when she hung up on the emergency calls. Well, I guess what? The people calling her were going through a hard time, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> and said, punishing her doesn't do anything to fix the problems that still oh exist gosh. in the emergency Are you f- fucking kidding me? Like, seriously? Basically, he's saying she's not the only one doing this. <sighs> no, it needs to be a fucking, like... Go get a different job. Yeah, if you can't handle, if you can't handle it, get another job. And I know, like, the job market's hard or whatever out there to find a job, but... There is a qualification. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't believe, I mean, I just can't believe, like, you'd have that job and you just don't have, like, something where someone's checking you regularly. Right. It's just, to me, I just find that so, like, crazy. And maybe that's just because of of our call center background. And so it makes me think, you know, like, how could that gone on? that long right you know um yeah mm. we had i mean we were the checks and balances system for the call center we worked at <laughs> so <laughs> that's i mean that kind of goes to where, mm-hmm. where, where we're going with it because mm. that was what we did mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i don't it's know scary either. that that exists yeah so. it is thank god she's no longer working there yes <laughs> um and she does deserve to serve time. I mean, come More on. More than 10 days. I know. Like, come come on. How much days. time did she get? 10 days. Just that's it? 10 days? Yeah. I missed that part. 10 days for that? Thousands? And that could have been lives? Plural? And it could, well, you know? there was some that was, I mean, right. there was deaths that occurred yeah. in that. Yeah, see? I mean, really? That's not right either. Mm-hmm. You are taking on a position I mean, of power right she there. She hasn't learned anything from that, you know? Or anything like that. Whatever. God. So that is, the, yeah, what the F. What the F, lady. What the F. Oh, my gosh. So I am really excited. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> For our next segment, which we, what are we calling this? Like, we're calling this, like, what the F. What would you, like, what the F would you do if. Is that, like, what it is? Or? I think it's a cross between, you know. <laughs> What are some of the questions people say when they say, would, it's a cross between like, would you rather and, you know, never have I ever. It's kind of a hybrid of things. My, my babe has cards. That is so I was, cute. Uh, I, I did not know that you even. I was threatened before I left. That is house. so funny because he's like playing his guitar and stuff. And I'm like, he does not have anything ready he's for this. He's well, because I know a lot about Tamara and I'm learning more about Becky. This mm-hmm. is kind of a way, hopefully, that everybody can learn more about both of you guys. Oh, that is, that <laughs> okay, is okay. true. Okay. Because, like I said, I know a lot about you. I know a little about Becky. Mm-hmm. And most people probably don't know a lot about both of you. Okay. Well, so. no, our listeners, some of our listeners don't know. So this is a way for them to find out more about both of you. Yes. Okay. As they hear your answers to some of the questions that we have to ask you guys. Okay. Um, I okay. thought this one was kind of fun. 
Um, would you rather forget who you are or not know who anyone else is? Ooh. Oh, God. Forget who you are. It shouldn't are. stump. It shouldn't stump you. It should. So, so basically, would you rather have amnesia, or would you rather know who you are but not know who anybody else is? I mean, I think I would rather know who I am, because I think that would drive me crazy not knowing who I am. But I don't know if I didn't know who I, who I was, and people knew who I <laughs> people knew who I was, <laughs> they could tell me about myself. See, I'm, I'm and I would, like and I would personally enjoy, yeah. I would personally enjoy the hell out of telling you, you know, who you were and what you like, you know, what you like to do. I so, would be like, okay, yeah. I would rather right. have amnesia. I've seen Overboard. That Overboard, was so much fun. Yes. Kirk, Kirk, whatever. They're doing, they they're doing a remake of it too. Are they with Anna Ferris? Anna Ferris. I don't want a remake. I'm sorry. And it's yeah, gonna you be. Can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't make Goldie that show. It was, it's it gonna be. I know. Done. That's like. I'm like. It's like so. Like don't such. Do this. That's the only two. Like why? I mean, Anna Ferris is cute and funny and stuff. But I'm just like, why do they always have to remake everything? Everything. Keep it the way it was. Overboard. Five stars. I used to watch that all the time. Take your kids. All the time. So officially, Becky would rather have amnesia. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and where are you landing? I, I don't know. Miss I'm going like I'm going back and forth with it. I need an official answer. Um. People need to know. People want to know. They say, "Well, hey, I'm more like Becky. Becky would rather have amnesia. I would, you know, <laughs> oh, or I'm more like Tamara. She uh, would rather not know." Okay, who I think I'm just is. gonna go with. I, I think I'm gonna go with. I'd rather know who I am. See, I think I'm with. I think are I'm you, with. You, I think I'm with. I would rather. I don't care if I know who my friends are. I don't care. You know, they. You know. I think I was like, I wouldn't know who I am, and then I could just make new friends. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty. You know, that's pretty interesting. You gotta have a. a oh, big okay. I can make new friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I got just like a couple friends, and I, that took a long time to keep. <laughs> I'm not doing anything else. Rex was like, I wasn't thinking. Camera's that ready to get rid of me. That's what ha- no. that is. <laughs> That's what she just said, guys. I, I mean, we'd probably be friends again. Oh, you we know? would totally be so. friends again. We'd find each other. <laughs> See? So. Okay. <laughs> and this one, especially, like I said, I know Tamara. The other one, I didn't know which way she would go. This uh, one, this one, I'm curious to find out which way she'll go. Uh, um, I guess, too, Becky, do you have any pets? I do. Okay, well, see, then that's good. So I didn't even know that. See, I'm learning too. Um, so I'll be interested to find out. Um, if you could always know what your mate was thinking, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, what your significant other is thinking, or what your pet is thinking, um, okay. what would you choose? Oh, no, wait. I don't want to know what my guy is thinking. Oh, I do. I do, but I don't. <laughs> see, again, this is, which one has the more suspicious mind? I think, you know, it's obviously evident. I don't want to know. You don't I don't, I don't want, I know mm-hmm. that I don't want to know. But why? I have heard people say what they really think, and to know that they are not telling me everything <laughs> is not something I want to know. You know what you're saying? But you, you, don't, you, know, you like, don't. Okay, so like they're keeping something from you? You don't want to know that? So you're kind of like I would ignorance is bliss in some areas. That's what I'm about to say. Is it like ignorance is bliss? I think I don't want people knowing what I am thinking. I at am all so times. nosy though. Yeah, there's, I know. But there's it's... only a few 100% true statements in the world, and ignorance is bliss is one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Positive. I understand it. I do want to know what my dog is thinking. Though. <laughs> I do too. I want to know that too. See, she, I do too. This would kill her because you know she wants to know what I'm I thinking know. because yeah. of her suspicious mind. Right. But at the same time, if she could know for five minutes what Neil is thinking. Yeah. 
Yes. So, I, so, I would love that. Oh, I want to know what she's thinking now. I know. I do. Like, I, what is she going through? So, so again, you have to make a decision. I think Becky was pretty, I think Becky pretty made her decision on. pretty. What? Well, no, she made her decision pretty okay. early. What she would go think, with the pet. What did yeah. you think I was going to pick? I'm telling you, it's a tough one for me because I know how your suspicious mind works because I know how you are in that area. Mm-hmm. I know how much you love our pets. So mm-hmm. it's a tough one for me. That's one of the reasons I wanted to ask. Yeah. I also, as much like other people, I also want to know. Yeah. So, uh, Could I ask you? Well, again, it's my question. Becky, I think, Becky, are you on record with your answer? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're going to say pet. <laughs> yes. Okay, and what is your pet? I have, I have a dog. Okay, well, then, there we go. See, so mm-hmm. now she's on record. you got to go on record. I may go on record after you do, but, uh, you know, it's you I, guys, I, I you went, first. I went on record. I said I want to know what my mate. For real? Yes. <laughs> That's the first time I've beat the pet in any uh, in any yeah, question. I, I cannot believe I edged out the pet in I anything. That's the that. first time ever. <laughs> I too, uh, even though I agree with Becky, it'd be you know maybe hurtful, freaky, and among other things, I would go with knowing what my mate. Hurtful, thinks. freaky. It would be a lot well, of things. It let, would be. Let's also, yeah. let us also clarify mm-hmm. that I don't have a mate. Right, but we're, yeah. but we're just saying. Oh, this is true. That needed to be. Right. Okay, that, that's true. So, uh, ha- so I don't really have anyone that's committed right now. So I don't want to know what anybody else is thinking. Well, how about what? How about what your date is thinking? No, not mate is thinking. I'm not committed to the date. You're not going to go with what your date I is thinking. I don't want to know what my date is thinking. You could have They're one. Put their penis out is what yeah. I know. Yeah, right. It's well, not uh, interesting. And it's not interesting. I told, I've been listening to the podcast before it even switched formats. I remember I told my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for the booner. So, if you guys missed those podcasts, you yeah, definitely so missed he's out. He's talking about the old podcast. Yeah, the dating podcast. Mid- Midlife dating, dating crisis. They were awesome too. But no, so you would not want to know what your date is thinking. No, I don't because I have seen enough penises in my face <laughs> that I don't need to know anymore. See, see, I mean, I'm not kidding you. But wouldn't you like to know them, baby? Because like, okay, so you go on a date with a guy and you're wondering, is he really into this or is he just... Okay, I would want to know that. See? Like, I want to I want to be able to like unfold some zipper files. It's like mm-hmm. just, this, just the edging of it. I don't... I want to like... You don't want to know everything. I do not need a waterfall of information. <laughs> it is as is a drizzle but, like to know like what his angle is what his interest is i definitely want to know what his angle is see that's what i would want to know too because i'm just like are you are you on a date with me because you just want to have sex or are you yeah. actually interested in me see yeah i would want to know that i would not want you to know that on our first date on our first no. date yeah. oh <laughs> and for the record no. again as people get to know you guys oh. that was becky who had, had okay. enough penises in her face right mm-hmm. that was becky that was okay so i think it, you could, they can tell the difference between our voices okay okay so make sure that, yeah, so. <laughs> we don't sound the same all right so but yeah you would have liked to have known what i was thinking on our first date yes again, and one more for, for the record i knew what tamara was thinking so i knew that um, last one for this podcast. If you have me back, I might ask you other questions. But last one, okay. for, last one for this show. Okay. Okay. Now it's, I'll be interested too, you guys. I'm learning about. I'm learning stuff tonight. So, um, especially after what Becky just said. So, if you could change your sex for a week, would you do it? What do you mean? You oh, be, oh yeah. like if you be, be a man, be a man. <laughs> see, I would be a man. See, I like see Becky. Becky is just like. <laughs> Yeah. Fast with it. I'm like, um, yeah, I don't know. So, okay. 
Well, I want to know what it's like to have a penis, and I want to yes. know what it's like to whip it out on somebody. Well, I think. And would I you speak, be doing that, just whipping it out? Well, like I said, I think I speak one, for Todd and I one both. One girl, I would do it. One I would girl, just as a costing. It's awesome, basically. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. That would be awful. I would not be able to do that. Actually. Well, if I mean, if it's just for a week, yeah, why not? Okay, so it's just for a week. For it's not like I'm doing it for the rest of my life. I probably wouldn't leave the house for. A half a week. Like I what? Would what would you be jacking off? <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> I would. But see, yeah, it'd be, you. you know what? It'd be interesting to I see. I want to know what that is like. Right. Becky's looking at like a skills improvement opportunity. But, you know, where's it? Where, you know, what's, you know, but what's, I hear like it's not no, as great. No, I don't need skills it's improvement opportunity. I'm like, I'm more like a. Well, then you're not staying. Then you're not Apparently, staying home. You're going out. <laughs> you are going out. I, oh, I guess if I am a man. Yeah, you're going out. You're not staying home. I guess then. I didn't assume that I was actually like a man. That's yeah. Right. So you're oh, not... I'm going out and being a man. I was just thinking I had a penis. That's all I was no, thinking. No, no, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, Becky, yeah, you don't need to stay home and get used to the equipment. You are going out. See, you, don't, you, need, you don't need to stay home for half the week. Oh, God. Well, I guess, well, then the last piece of that would be, and I know my answer on this, you guys think it's easier to be a man or a woman? A man. It's easier to be a guy, definitely. Yeah. Um, Todd, guy. Period. Yes. Okay. No. Period. I mean, also all, um, you, all the harassment we harassment. have to go through. You don't Are even, you kidding me? Harassment. You guys don't even know. Hey, you don't have to convince me. I was, I, I was, I yeah. agree on that. I, I, just, just, I just wanted to make sure uh, that you know. You, that, yeah. I'm like whatever. We also didn't <laughs> announce that we've been drinking, so we've been drinking. Oh yes, and we've been drinking deliciousness um, again. Again, yes. um, our we show. Have two drinks today. Yeah. So our show is. Hopefully, in the future, going to be sponsored by <laughs> Sparkle Teeny by Verdi. Um, we have a raspberry. We've been drinking on raspberry and peach Sparkle Teeny. Mm-hmm. Uh, deliciousness. It's and the only picture we have on Instagram, by the way, but it is amazing. <laughs> You'll see. That's how important it is to us. <laughs> it's the only picture that we posted <laughs> ever. And um, also, we are drinking um, grape burritos, which are grape delicious. I mean, grape a motherfucker. <laughs> These are good. These are like it's like it's like grape Kool Aid. Mm. Bud Light has only ever done this right. Right. Okay. Right. They nailed it. Have you tried any of the other? Um, Never heard of it. Oh, really? I'm not a big liquor person. Mm. Only, only around the show. And this only is- around the show. I don't know if this is really in the liquor category, um, <laughs> but it's delicious. Alcohol, right? Yes, it's alcohol. It is, it is 8.0 really alcohol content. Right. Whatever uh, that means. Exactly. Like, we have no clue. Something. Just deliciousness, It means though. it's got 8.0 liquor. Liquor. It just, liquor. as long as it has liquor in it, we're cool it's with it. Liquor. And yeah. it's sweet. Again, back to the sweeties stuff. Yes, love sweet. It's that's it's my my babe's babe. I drink a lot of those. Drink yes. a lot of those. But no, I appreciate you guys letting me come in. I hope um I got to know you guys both a little bit better. I've mm-hmm. learned some things about Tamara just by listening to the other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the Uh-oh. one of the best uh-huh. ones, Becky, was when she had told me the story on the earlier podcast um, about her date. Right? She told me that story that she passed out on a date, had to go to the emergency room. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But as I listened to the podcast, she happened to mention that the guy moved over to her side of the thing and they were making out. Well, you know, when I got the story, I Why didn't. Why would I? She left out. She left out that part when she told it to me. She told me a lot about that date. She did not. As we got to know each other, she did not tell me. That, Why would I 
why would I share that? Um, why would I be like I was making out? This is really I'm happening. Yeah. I'm like, why saying, would I be making telling him I'm making out with another guy? Once as again, couples interact. Like, yeah. I'm just saying I appreciate you guys letting me drop in. Thank you very much. You're I welcome. hope um, I hope you guys got to know Tamara and Becky a little bit better. I had fun. I yes. too have gotten to know Tamara and Becky a little bit better. I appreciate too. Becky's very quick with I like her. She she'd be a great on the stand person. She's very uh, she knows her answer. She's ready to go. And um, so I like that. Tamara had to take a little longer. I had to like but, think about things. Yeah, Becky, yeah. Was, like, <laughs> she had no idea what questions were coming, but she was ready. She was like, she's I know ready my to answer. go. That's she's right. ready to go with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, oh, this is fun. Right, yeah. Maybe you guys will hard. have me back. Um, I'll ask you mm -hmm. guys some more questions, and uh, maybe they can get to know you guys a little better. Hey Rex, real uh, quick before you go, what's the name of your band? Um, my band is Lights Out. Um, you know, we just play around the Kansas City metro. We're, we go about two hours away. We're going to make it all the way down to some lake shows ah. this summer, which should be pretty cool. Um, I, there's another thing I can learn. Todd, what's the name of your band? Uh, I play with a couple different bands. Yeah, he's a... See? I play See, there's the guy, you know, with the, you know, the the man behind the show, you know. So Rex is very concerned for Todd's well-being. I have been. Todd well, is well because taken care of. They're both musicians. Tamara told me that. So. Tamara even told me once when she got home, she said, "Hey, Todd stood up for you tonight, even in my absence." So I've tried to do the same thing, but um, yeah. And they said, "Yeah, Todd and I are going to start our um Fender Les Paul podcast." So I'm look for that, you know, coming up soon. So oh, I can't wait till this happens. We'll get a little I commission off that. But no, awesome, awesome to get to know you guys a little. We'll find a finder's fee That's right. for that. Hopefully, you, hopefully everybody got to know you guys a little bit better. Maybe they'll ask yeah. you guys I some questions when they, when they write in. They'll have some questions yeah. for you guys, too. Yeah, but um, uh, my rape story, I would like to get some of your feedback oh, on so that. Oh, he's staying on for this. So he'll be, it's, Becky's like, I'll be in, I'll be in the room. Yeah, yeah. I'll just see if, if there's a moment. I'll be in the room. Go ahead. Yes, so. Thanks, guys. I think, oh, you're welcome, of course. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that segment. That is a very we good did, segment. He did that Thank way you. better than we did that. Um, I know. I mean, he Why, did that way better than we did that. Why can't we do that? Fly? I know. I know. And he just came up with that all fast. Why did we? God, we were okay. so. You know what? We were trying. It's you know, okay. It's okay. We're learning. It's okay. Now, um, we're going to get into our stories. Rebecca, you have one, and yeah. it's totally insanity. Okay. It's in Sandy Land. I am excited to hear it. Okay, I yes. kind of thought you were going to do this story. Like, you know, we don't we don't share the story. No, uh huh. And so I'm like, this is so insanity. I think Tamara might pull this one too. But what? But, but what? There's so many. There's so I know. many what the f stories. I know. It's it was funny crazy. because you were texting me and you're like, well, we might have the same story. And I'm like, there's so many stories. How? Because how? because there's because this could have been a story a couple different times. <laughs> so let me just start. I'm going to read this story. Okay. Okay. Um, this all started back in 1995. Alyssa met Stephen Plattel, E-L-A-D-L, -E on the internet when she was 15, living in San Antonio, Texas, and he was 20, based in New York. Oh. They exchanged messages, love letters, and Stephen visited Texas to begin an underage relationship with her. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is already starting off bad okay. it's already starting off like a lifetime movie this is like not, <laughs> not even getting into it okay um despite the disapproval of Alyssa's parents Alyssa was pregnant at 16 giving uh, birth at 17 uh, and he was 22 Alyssa uh, and Stephen Plattle gave Katie up for adoption at eight months old oh really yep so they tried 
Alyssa disclosed that one of the main reasons she gave Katie up for adoption at eight months was because uh, Stephen was physically, though not sexually, abusive. Mm. He was hurting her. Mm. There were times when she had several bruises, as she told DailyMail.com. Anthony Fesco and his wife in New York adopted Denise Plattel and changed her name to Katie Fesco. Katie. I said Katie already. Sorry. Yes. Her no. name is Katie. That's why. The the they the child's name is was Denise. But no. now it's Katie. Katie. So okay, I'm, I, I will be you. referring to her as Katie. Katie. And on. the mom's name is Alyssa. Alyssa. And dad mm-hmm. is Steven. Okay. Okay. Um, Katie contacted her biological parents on Facebook in August of 2015. And met them for the first time the following June. So were the parents still together at this point? Yep. So they're still they're still together. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. And they had two other kids. Okay. Okay. Um. So Katie was a talented young artist, and she was like into social media and wow. in school and okay. um, movements about women and okay. the stereotypical women thing. Like she was really trying to make a point. Um. So she was an artist, basically. Okay. Um, she moved into Alyssa and Stevens' home in Henrico oh. County and started spending more time with the jobless Stephen Plattel. Oh, no. While Alyssa <clears throat> went to work each day. Mm-hmm. When, the, divor- when uh, uh, the Plattels divorced in March of 2017 and Alyssa left with her two younger daughters... Katie decided to stay back with her father, who by then was sleeping in her bedroom floor. What? Why? What Alyssa didn't know at the time was that the pair had begun an incestuous affair behind her back. What? And Katie was pregnant. What? With Bennett, who was born last September. The F. Are you kidding me? Yep. How disgusting. How fucking disgusting. It gets worse. So, like, how old was she when she got, when she... She was 18, 19, okay. 20. And she's 20. Okay. 20 after birth. Oh, my goodness. What is he doing? Yeah. Like, what is he doing? Like, you know this is your daughter. Like she, and, and here's the deal. She, I don't blame Katie. I don't either. I think that that's not fair. I don't think that's fair for her. And I think that he was a grown-ass man. Yeah. And had he's the adult, he's oh, the adult. God. She's the child. I mean, I she think- had obviously had 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 stressors in her life. Like it, clearly, that was an issue for her. Like she wanted a relationship with her father and whatever that could be. There's obviously issues going on because she. I mean, she moved in with them, right? So she obviously had issues going on with her own life, and who knows what else was going on? And he took advantage of that. He took advantage of her. And his own daughter. I mean, this is and like... In his house with his wife. With his who wife. Was the who's mother the, who's of her. Who mother. Who was her mother. Who's her mother. With her siblings in the house oh and God. stuff, like, too. Okay, so... Okay. 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 <sighs> Alyssa mm-hmm. first learned about the shocking incest when she read about it in her then 11-year-old daughter's journal. Oh, my goodness. And then reported it to police. Wow. My dad calls her baby also his baby, oh. she says. So just doing that in front of the kids. Uh-huh. Wow. My dad... Even says that she, she's my stepmom. What WTF? Yeah, that says. is what what the thank F. you little eleven year old. Yes. Oh my goodness. He doesn't even want me to say or call her sister anymore. See, even an eleven year old sees like this yeah. is fucked up. Stephen and Katie got married. 
How? And Katie's adopt because that's not her father. She's got paperwork showing that the stepdad, like I'm sure, her paperwork can show her paperwork because it's show so, it's not her father because she was adopted. Because she was adopted. Oh my goodness! Some adopted parents' kids don't know. Well, right. Well, and they don't go through. And when you get married, they don't go through all that. Right. Well, so, I don't. I don't know. I've never been married. Oh well, I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just um, you know. They had different last names. There's no yeah. reason. Yeah. You just get a marriage license. Yeah. It's, it's crazy town, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Stephen and Katie got married and Katie's adopted parents and Stephen's mom were there at the small lakeside ceremony what? to give their support. Are, what? Katie was pregnant at the time of their marriage. Oh my. Katie they, and Plattle they, were arrested in t- January 2018. And that's when I heard the story first is when so, they got arrested. Wow. So this just happened. There's so... Yeah. Okay. So... January 2018, and they were extradited from North Carolina to Enrico, Henrico County to face charges of incest, adultery, and contributing to delinquents of a minor. Wow. As a condition of a, Katie's bond following the arrest, she was required to live with her adopted parents in New York, and Stephen was originally released uh, February 20th on $28,000 bond, but lived in a hotel in Virginia because he was barred from returning to North Carolina. Oh, just barred from the whole state. Yeah. Wow. But, but okay, so he, Plattle faced, Plattle, they call him, so it's, mm-hmm. it's P-L-A-D-L, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, faced incest charges in Henrico County, Virginia, but while the terms of his March 16th bond prevented him from contacting Katie or Alyssa, Plattle had no specific restrictions placed on his access to Bennett. So... There was nothing. He was free to deal with his kid. Wow. Well, okay. his, uh, his his grandson's son. Right. He was going to be able to I'm hang out with his grandson's son. I'm surprised that they, they allowed that. Right. Yeah. Um, His mother, Grace, had um, custody of him. Okay. So Stephen's mother had custody of, of the, the baby. Okay. Yep. Uh, March 16th. Judge Stuart Williams of Henrico County left the lifted the restrictions stipulating that he only place that the only place Plato couldn't go was his house in Nightdale. The court placed no legal restriction preventing him from visiting Bennett or taking him away from Grace's home in the nearby city of Cary. Okay. Okay. Alyssa, the mother, mm-hmm. the, the, the the ex, the mother, right, and also grandmother, and another grandmother and ex wife, right. Um, told Daily Mail this week that she was that while she had never witnessed her ex make sexual advances towards younger girls, their marriage had been married, or their marriage had been like, during their marriage they've had to deal with his temper and failure to hold down a proper job. He also kept at least four guns in their home, including a couple of handguns and an AR-15 style weapon. He had a bad temper. He would destroy things in the home. When he was upset, he would punch holes in the walls. Oh. But he was never, there was never anything that was on record. So like nothing was ever reported. Okay. Okay. I'm getting to it. There's still so much. Okay. No, it's okay. Per Alyssa, he had been interested in guns since he was a younger man. Mm-hmm. I think he might have bought a rifle online. He could have even used my my details to purchase it, she says. Mm-hmm. He used to go to ranges to shoot them. He had taken Katie with him to shoot some of the guns off. And when his, he was arrested, um, they supposedly seized his guns. But I told the detectives he was a talented carpenter, and he she wouldn't put it past him to build something to hide it in his home. It was like hiding weapons. Okay. On April 12th. 
2018, just the other day, uh-huh. Stephen went on a killing spree. What? That started with his son. <gasps> the little baby? Bennett. Oh, my gosh. Seven-month-old Bennett. Ugh. Um, Stephen's mother called 911 to inform them that Stephen told her he killed his child. What? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Bennett's body was found stuffed inside a bedroom or bathroom closet in Plattle's oh. Nightdale, North Carolina home last Thursday after Plattle uh, rang Grace to confess to killing the infant after oh. taking him from the, her, pre, her the previous evening. Oh, poor baby. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Ugh. Plattle then drove 600 miles to New Milford, Connecticut, when he ambushed and shot dead Katie and her adopted father, Anthony Fusco, age 56. Wow. With an AR-15 style assault rifle. Oh Stephen my. pulled up to the passenger side of the intersection mm-hmm. and opened fire on them. Oh, are you kidding me? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Stephen was found dead just a few miles away in Dover, <laughs> New York, slumped at the wheel of his Honda minivan, having killed himself with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, my goodness. Police in North Carolina had not revealed how Bennett was killed, but he had no obvious signs of trauma, and mm. more testings are underway. Clearly he killed himself. <sighs> my goodness. What? No, uh, th- they were talking about Bennett. Oh, Bennett, not Stephen. Gotcha. Stephen, yeah, he shot okay. himself. So they couldn't tell how Bennett was... They didn't know. He had no self-inflicted wounds or anything, right? What was that, suffocation? Probably. It's horrifying. That's terrible. Um, Alyssa had previously attained protective orders banning Plattle from going near her and her family, but she cannot understand why a court would not extend that same protection to Bennett. Yeah, I get that. Alyssa stated that to Daily Mail, who unlawfully married and impregnated her their 20-year-old daughter, Katie Fesco, kept a stash of guns and bore all, um, all the hallmarks, hallmarks of a mass shooter in the making. Yeah. Mm, not wow. working. He's not working, stores guns, has an obsessive with guns. Yeah, obviously it's just fucked up in the head. Um, Okay, so last thing it says is officers believe he embarked on the killing spree after learning Katie wanted nothing more to do with the incestuous marriage. She called him the night before to end their relationship. Oh, my goodness. So he's like, yeah, I'm just going to kill everybody then. That's a sad, awful story. My goodness. It, it, it is like a what the F. It is the what the F. The whole fucking way it through. Is. Like a part of it, like I kind of think I remember hearing about, you know, the beginning part, like when they found, you know, like um, they found out about them, you know, being related and married and stuff. I kind of feel like I read that. Okay. You know, but I had no Unfortunately, there's been several stories of mothers marrying their mother you know mothers son and, and sons child. and, and like fathers crazy. and daughters and stuff no yeah, but crazy. i kind of because i remember it was like north carolina okay so i do remember so i think i do remember hearing that but my goodness the murder yeah when that popped up i was like Ugh. no that is not the same person i remember seeing my goodness months ago that's so sad it's terrifying so i looked up katie mm-hmm on, you can see her Instagram page. Oh, okay. And um, she was into like word art. And so she would have like a picture of something and then have a beautiful quote in front of oh, it. Oh, really? Um, and then she's got, what was it? She, you know, was about women's rights. And, okay. Um, she didn't, Very pro. Pro women. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like how women were portrayed in the media. And so she did like a little walk. She staged a walkout with her Oh. Uh, school, so she was like involved, right? And she was trying to improve the world, right? And so she was 
clearly a loving, caring person who just got- wanted a relationship with her fucking dad. And there's nothing wrong with that to be like, I've, I knew it. I mean, her adoptive parents did nothing wrong. If she knew she was adopted, that's good that they were mm-hmm. able to communicate that with her and be like, we adopted you. We wanted you and good for them for being open and supporting her decision right. to go meet her parents. Like a lot of story, so, you know, I have heard stories where adopted people don't want their, no, kids they don't to, want their kids to, because no, they feel very and, threatened by right. it. And so they you know. were doing everything they could to support her. Right. And she was clearly a loving person because she loved yeah. And you can see that within all of her um, social media postings and what I've read about her. And um, it's just like this narcissistic piece of shit. Took just, advantage of her. It took advantage of her mother. Yes. You know, for yeah. him to be 22 and her to be 16. Exactly. I mean, that's so a just, sign in and of itself. Exactly. You know, but, you know, and then Alyssa stayed with it to be, a you know, and I'm sure she loved him. I'm sure. And then. Her, but then they just had problems the whole time and she just stayed with him anyway, you know, right, he was already not, showing right. he had a violent nature right. and stuff to him. And then, so then their daughter comes along and she wants to have a relationship with her parents and she wants to be close, you know? Right. And I just think he just took advantage of right. that and who knows what was going on in her life, you know? And so it's just, it's just a sad story though that it had a, that it, ended that way especially like where she came to the point where she was just like this is wrong you know i'm gonna end this and well it sounds like she had a really close relationship with her adoptive parents and he was her dad was her stepdad or her dad i don't i would just yeah she calls him dad um calls him i guess that wouldn't be step it'd be just dad dad. yeah it would just be dad or dad whatever Mm -hmm. adopted parent yeah the real dad in her life yes uh was there to support her and was helping her um with the breakup and he just comes up and just does that. Just shoots him. Like he has, like he, right? Exactly. Like he has the right. Like I don't think like, that it's fair that she didn't have her own kid. No, I don't understand why did he that. Have his kid. I don't understand that either. And why he would he the have the right in the situation? Why would he have the right because he's the one who abused her? And so then, oh, you get to have your kid. Yes. I mean, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Yeah, it just doesn't because. In normal, in other situations, say if a parent molested their child, they wouldn't be able to have, like, you know, the Rights kid. to the child. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense at all. But that was allowed. A, a rapist can have access to their kid. Oh. So it's just disgusting. So I guess it's similar. So. I don't know the laws with it. And yeah. clearly. And I'm sure it's different in each state. Right. So that's just sad. I, yeah. It's yeah. That's a terrible. R.I.P. R.I.P. story. Yeah. And the is. baby was so cute. Um, and you hear, and there was an audio, uh, um, the police audio mm-hmm. of Grace calling in to mm-hmm. report her son's phone call. Like, it was just like, I'm not going to play that. I want to respect Grace and say, okay. somebody else can play that. You can look it up. But she was just so like, this really happened. You hear this older woman. Mm-hmm in her 60s or 70s and she's just like bewildered that's just all i could hear is just like this bewilderment of her like this really happened and she's like crying oh sobbing and oh, ugh. oh that sounds Blah. awful yeah that sounds really awful you're an idiot steven awful Plattle. Just awful yeah and just kill yourself why do you have to kill other people i don't even I don't get i that. never I just, get that part just kill yourself go, if you're gonna go ahead and kill ma- yourself just kill yourself why do you have to kill other people go get treatment for your condition 
try that first. Yeah, but then I'm like, if you're just going to kill yourself, just kill yourself. Don't don't kill other people. I don't I like just, any of it. I yeah. just want it to stop. Yeah, so. so I just don't get... Yeah, obviously there's mental issues going on there and... Ugh, sad. So, yeah, this so, is... So that's terrible. So then, great. Boo. So yeah, Welcome we go into my land. go into my story. That's not happy it's either. Lovely. Just okay. lovely. Okay. So my story is about the Belfast rape trial. Have you heard anything about this? No. Okay. Is this like back in the eighteen hundreds? No. This just no. This okay. just ended like two weeks ago. Okay. Um, it was a trial. It lasted forty-two days. Okay. That thirty-two, they had thirty witnesses, two snowstorms, and then only three hours and forty minutes of jury deliberation. And the guys that were accused of rape were all acquitted. Okay, what is acquitted? Okay. Exactly. Like they're found not guilty. Oh God. So um, I want to say that a lot of this story I got from um, Connor Gallagher, who writes for the Irish Times. Because this happened, you know, in Belfast, Ireland. And so what actually, this is like a huge, like, this was a huge social media thing, actually, because it was like, uh, people were following it during the whole time. And it's, I think it was so popular also because of the whole Me Too thing, you know, because of everything that's going on. And also, um, these are- Does Ireland have the same social media with the Me Too going Mm -hmm. on? Yes. All over the world. Okay. They have the whole Me Too thing. Even like Japan, I heard. Really? And stuff. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, that's Me great. Too. So what? can you explain what Me Too is real quick? Yeah, well, so like uh, if if you guys haven't heard. <laughs> well, just, some people might not. Yeah. So the whole Me Too thing is just basically where, um, so what was coming, well, it, it originally started with just people um, providing the, the rape accounts and just right. saying, you know. It has happened to me. It's happened to me. And mm-hmm. I, I'm with you, you know. Sure. And so it got big after, like, really the Harvey Weinstein, um, all the allegations mm-hmm. of uh, his, like, you know, rape and sexual assault and all that came out. And um, so people started giving their rape accounts. And yeah. then it was like, hashtag me too. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. And then it became, like, this huge movement. And it spread from the U.S. into other countries. And so it's also here in Ireland. Gosh. Uh, yeah. I think of Ireland as this rolling hills. It's beautiful. Potatoes. I've meat, been there. It's, it's very, very heads. beautiful. Nicest people in the world. I don't imagine anything <laughs> horrific. I don't. Yeah. So I'm oh. terrified to hear this. Yeah. So also what made this big is because it's uh, rugby players there and the rugby players are not as big as like their football players which are like soccer players over there which football is huge but they're still uh very famous people okay. more so than what rugby players here are like not right you know but over there right they are and so um they played for um the ulster irish rugby um team and the Accused was Patty Jackson. He's 26. Stuart Olding. Um, he's also 26. And um, so those two were accused of rape. Those two. Okay. So just remember like their last names because I'll be bringing it up a lot. Patty Jackson and Stuart Olding. 
And then two other guys that are also on the team, um, Blaine McElroy, and he's 26. He was accused of indecent exposure. And Rory Harrison, who's 25, he um, was accused of perverting the course of justice. What does that mean? So that was basically because there's a whole there's a whole text exchange. So all these guys okay. were in a text group in WhatsApp. Do you oh know WhatsApp? Yeah. I've heard about it. Okay, WhatsApp is just a texting app. And um, they use it a lot in other countries because um, my, my ex, uh, <laughs> who's in Spain, uh, we talk on WhatsApp. Okay. And... Because it's time, free. It's free to communicate. It's free to communicate. Internationally. Exactly. Okay. But I always, when I, I read a lot of stories over, like, in Europe and stuff, and they use it a lot. Okay. So it's popular over there, but I'm sure people maybe use it here. Maybe their, their cell phone carrier doesn't carry, like, maybe text. Maybe so, yeah. Included. I'm not right. really sure, like, why it's so popular, but, sure. you know, whatever. Okay. And so um, they were all part of a group, and so... Um, they deleted text that uh, involving this rape case, so they were deleting things. So that's why right. he was accused. That shows that shows guilt. I think that shows guilt. To yes, and so that's why they're accused of perverting the court of um, trying to hide information. Yes, exactly. So, um, a lot of different things came out in this case, and so what I want to say is, and this. Um, this happened, so this is Northern Ireland. They, It was handled in one of their largest courtrooms that they have, which is courtroom 12. And it's not usually equipped to handle, like, a rape case. They usually handle um, military cases and things like that. And um, so that played a big factor, actually, in it. And also what played a big factor in it is where they really felt there's a – for her, there wasn't really, like, a lot of experts or whatever. And for her being the victim? Being the victim. Was it one victim? They all raped one victim? Yes. It was just one victim. So two guys raped one victim. Yes. One night. It was a one-night thing. It was a one-night thing. Okay. It was a one-night thing. And so I'm going to go into her account. Um, what What is a term that is used in here, which we'll go with the two guys is um, through the text message that came out that they were said that they spit-roasted her. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. That sounds disgusting. Because it, it is disgusting. Ugh. So spit-roasting. Uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, <laughs> Urban Dictionary, because it's slang. Um, they have Urban Dictionary in, in <laughs> Ireland? They have it everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So is a sex is a sex act involving three people, two active males and one passive female or male. Uh, one man penetrates a person from the rear, either the vaginal or anal, and while the passive female or male sucks the penis of the other male. So then that's spit roasting, and that's <laughs> oh. And that's what... That's a disgusting term. It's disgusting, and that's what they called it in, in, in their text messages. That is what they're saying. Like, we roasted her, you know. Blech. Right. And 
And so uh, the jury uh, really, so before I get into her account, then I mean, say like, um, this is what the jury had to determine really. So because the majority of the accusers, they, they said that they had sex and they said that it was compliant um, and they said it was consensual. And so, therefore, the jurors are faced with a daunting task of determining what was going on inside the minds of those involved. Uh, to convict a rapist, they must determine first that the victim did not consent, and second, that the attacker, attackers knew she did not consent. And so the juries are fa they're faced with the question of, was the woman... Um, so, okay, so... She met them at a night out, and so they're wondering if she was, like, after one of the accusers, you know, like if she after, after him. Yeah, like if she was after him. Um, did she follow him, you know, into the house? What exactly did um, one of the other party guests see? Because when the other party guests opened the door during this uh, uh, rape and— right. What did Jackson and Olding, those are the two that are accused of rape, what did they mean by when they were boasting about spit-roasting her the next day? And so those were all the important questions that the jury had to boil down to. And so it really goes down to who do they believe? Which stories do they Obviously. believe? Yes. What's she saying? She's saying, was she drunk? Right. Was she drunk? Um, they all have been drinking. They'd all been drinking. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so I'll get into then, uh, this is just exactly just uh, speaking from her words there. And so this is, uh, she was 19 at the time this happened. She's 21 now. Okay. But the time that it happened, she was 19. God, to think that this has been going on. Like, God. Yeah. If you were. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like you it's don't so, even have it's words like, for it. Like, it's like so much. Like, mm -hmm. if you get raped, that's a. That's it's very a traumatic. Serious thing. Yes. And then if you um, report it. Right. Now you're having to try to. You have uh, to like prove it really, you know. You have to prove it. Yes. Which is like, you know. And to get tested for it. It's like tested. another re-raping. It's like All you're being it. like. And it's hard a lot of times to prove rape because not everybody has signs of it. And rape can be from your boyfriend. Rape can be from your husband. Rape yeah. can be from just a, a stranger. Date, date, a first date. Somebody, uh, you could friend. be in the middle of about to have sex and you're like, no, I'm not yep. having sex anymore. Yep. And then mm -hmm. it becomes rape. Like this is, a, this is a thing that happens. It's he said, she said. It is. He said, she said. And mm -hmm. then sadly, some idiot out there is claiming false rape. Yes. And that became a thing. Right. And so then that makes a lot and of people. And that's like, who the fuck is cruel enough to claim false rape? You right. You stupid bitch. I really think the like, majority, I think the majority of people, though, that say rape were raped. But I agree. I, I know. I think it's a small percentage. That, I think it's a very small percentage mm -hmm. that it's plot cry rape. I mean, like the maybe one famous I, case. And what she probably got, she probably got jailed heinously for that. And, and well, I'm like. Maybe. But how many guys have actually been jailed for rape? None. That, that, right. And so. None. Well, there have been. <laughs> I mean, maybe there have been, but I'm really upset it's just, right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to prove. Well, actually what I, um, I, um, I heard that at least in Ireland, 
of um, the rape, all the, the rapes that actually go to trial, 70% of the guys that are accused of it are convicted. Okay, that's So that's high. actually a high, I, I was really surprised by that. I, yeah. That's a high percentage of it. So, um, so a lot of um, people at rape crisis centers or something try to encourage the victims, you know, and telling them like the statistics for that, that, you know, if you do report it, there is a high chance okay. then that they yeah, will that be sense. convicted. But then also um, there's a high chance that they'll be convicted is because the prosecution really only goes after cases where they are sure that the guy is going to be convicted, where there's enough evidence. And so there's a lot of cases that do not go that far because there's not enough evidence to prove it. It's like he said, she said, you know, and they're like, that's not enough, you know. And so... um, that's what makes it hard. <laughs> so I'm going to read her account here. And so she was, um, so this happened on June 27th, uh, 2016. She had finished her exams and was going out to celebrate. She had a glass of wine in a friend's house before going to Oli's nightclub, a venue attached to the Merchant Hotel in Belfast's fashionable cathedral quarter. There she met another group of friends, and at one stage, they found themselves in the club's VIP area. It was a busy night. The Northern Ireland football... Sorry, I'm sure it's football team. (laughs) Sorry, my pages are interesting. (laughs) Football team were in... Fresh from the European Championships in France. Also there, although keeping a lower profile, were Jackson and Olding... And those are the two that were accused of rape. McElroy and Harrison. And those are the other two guys. Uh, Jackson and Olding were celebrating having just returned from a tour of South Africa with the Irish squad. Outside the club, the woman ran into a friend of a friend and they got chatting. It was suggested that an after party was happening. She, didn't, she did not recall hearing whose party it was or where it would be. So the woman said she got into a taxi containing Jackson and three other women. According to her evidence, the taxi had been booked by someone else, but Jackson told the driver, I'm Patty Jackson. And the driver responded, get in. Jackson later said he would never do this. The woman said after arriving, she soon realized it wasn't much of a party, just some people dancing and drinking. She said she did not have a clear recollection, but at one point she went upstairs to Jackson's bedroom. There, at Jackson's instigation, the two kissed consensually, she said. He then tried to undo her trousers, but she told him she was not interested, and the two returned downstairs. She told counsel that shortly afterwards she decided to leave because she sensed, and this is in quotes, the attitude had shifted at the party. She said McElroy was taking photographs and putting some of the women on his knees. She went looking for her bag. Finding it upstairs in Jackson's bedroom, Jackson followed, she said, and grabbed her trousers, pulling them down to her knees. She said she froze as Jackson pushed her down on the bed, and with her tight trousers caught at her knees, she couldn't move. She said, I was face down on the bed, and he was having sex with me. Jackson knew she did not want it at 
want it to happen, but he kept going, she said. Then the door opened, and Olding walked in. And she said, my heart just sank. I knew what was going to happen. I looked Patrick Jackson straight in the eyes and said, please, no, not him as well. By this stage, the woman was struggling to hold back tears in the witness box. She said the next thing she knew, her trousers were off, and Jackson was having sex with her from behind while Olding was forcing her to give him oral sex. Uh, I know. That's hard. I know. And at this point, the door opened and she heard a female voice. The jury would later hear this was Dara Florence, a key witness in the case. The woman turned her head away because she feared, with all the photographs being taken downstairs, that she might be filmed. Jackson asked this other woman, did she want to stay, but Florence said no and shut the door. Jackson then tried to force his entire hand into the woman. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. She said, adding that by this stage, she was bleeding heavily from her Ugh. vagina. Then McElroy entered the room completely naked and holding his penis as if he were masturbating, she told the council. I thought, this is not going to happen again, she said. She immediately got off the bed and grabbed her clothes. She put her trousers on and her underpants in her pocket. She said, McElroy said to her, you fucked the other guys, why won't you fuck me? She told McElroy, how many times does it take for a girl to say no for it to sink in? She ran downstairs. Oh, and, my God. I know. She, like, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> she ran downstairs, <laughs> and Roy Harrison came out after her and asked, was she okay? She said Harrison would have seen blood on her trousers, she said. He dropped her home in a taxi, and soon after, she got a message from him saying something like, Keep my chin up, she said. The following morning, she sent Harrison what turned out to be the most important text in the entire trial. What happened last night was not consensual. She also texted her friends, telling them she had been raped by three Ulster fucking rugby scrum, scum, but refused to go to the PSNI, which is the Police Services of Northern Ireland, when they urged her. You just don't think they are going to believe you. I really did not want to take things further because you are so embarrassed. I did not want people right. finding out, she said. She arranged to get the morning after pill because she said she did not know if a condom was used during the alleged assault. Ridiculous. I know. And she also underwent a forensic medical examination. She said she thought the assault had prompted an early period, but that the doctor examining her told her she had an internal tear, and that was why she was bleeding. The following day, she decided to go to the police. Explaining this decision, she said, The more I thought about it, rape is a game of power and control. They rely on your, sal on your silence. The only yep. way you take the power back is when you actually do something about yep. it. Yep. I may be preventing it happening to someone else. Yep. It could be easily have been my friends outside Oli's. It could have been my sister outside. It was the best decision I made. Yep. Oh, my God. Amen, sister. Yeah. Like. I know. Uh, like. What do you have to say, Pa, baby? Come in. <laughs> well, you know, you and I talked about this before you were going to do this. But, yeah, I mean. 
pretty bad. And I tell you, because the rugby players, you know, I tell you, I think a lot of women go there. You know, that's what they, you know, they're there to meet famous people. They're there to drink and have a good time. And, you know, I think those guys think every girl is there to do, you know, whatever they want. Yeah. yeah that was a big part of the, guys the discussion. They uh-huh. can just have whatever they want. Yes. Which is, it's like affluenza kid. That is so funny because uh, I was listening to a podcast. I was talking about this trial, actually, and they brought up that kid. So that's really funny that you bring it up, too. And it's just like where they feel like they deserve certain things. And it's a culture, you know? Right. And so that was like uh, some of the questions. Like some of the things I brought up, because really what, what the F is about this to me is that these guys were acquitted of this and why were they acquitted because to me her story sounds so she like she was on point she was on her point. description and yeah. her she was calm she went yeah she was calm during it collected and collected she texted friends right after saying that she had been raped that says a lot there too she went to the police right after it happened she got examined right after it happened she had injuries yeah you don't have you don't have injuries during sex unless you both are like really, really freaky. Really, exactly. And then every boyfriend before you, before that boyfriend should know. Right. You know, like you're right. the freaky girlfriend. But right. Listen. Right. Sex should not hurt you. No. And so that alone is abusive. Right. And what me and Rex talked about too, like if you're going to have sex with somebody for the first time, you generally are not going to have like a threesome. That's no. just period. You're not going to be having a threesome with somebody, you know. And I can totally see how that situation happened. I can totally I can see, see how, how that, that could happen. I mean, and I can see where you freeze. <sighs> Jesus. Because you're like, what the fuck is going on? And how do you respond? If I leave, this is going to happen. He's going to grab me. He already exactly. is, he's already hurting me now. They're rugby so, players. So they're, they're big. They're huge guys. They're, they're pretty big guys. Me. What are you going to do? You have two guys in there. Yeah. You're I just going to go ahead and deal with it. Yeah, because Rex even said, like, what do you do? Do you bite the guy's dick? No. No. What are you going to do? You'll lose your face. Exactly. That's what I'm like, too. You'll like, lose your dick. You You'll lose your teeth. You can't bite him. You got one guy in the back of you. You got a guy in front of you. They're both bigger than you. No. What are you going to do? You're going to deal with You're it. You're just going to do it. You know, you have no choice. And that's, I mean, and she shouldn't. <sighs> and this is, unfortunately... Not a unique story. No, at all. But you know what's unique about it is not, you know, is the more women like her Mm. who are speaking out about it and being brave about it and going through this years-long traumatic reenactment of it. I have to keep telling the story. It's just like, I can't even put it past me. No. Because I have to deal with it. And now i got to deal with it and they're going to deny that I I have justice served do you know what even is worse about this case also because so i was speaking about the courtroom and how it wasn't equipped really to handle a rape trial so in um northern ireland well in all of the uk they have um a law that is supposed to protect rape victims so they are not supposed to they're supposed to be just anonymous and the media is never supposed to know know who who they they are. are but because it's just the court wasn't set up to handle this. So when she was on the stand, and she was on the stand for eight fucking days uh, having to go through this because there are four defendants 
And so the four different so then lawyers. You have to justify the fact that you did it. And you have to be oh. descriptive of how they you felt and your Everything at, you know, was like questioned. Your, how did your body feel? Yeah. And how, how did you. Everything was questioned. Ugh. It's like. And eight fucking days so where you gross. have to go, go through that. And so the courtroom wasn't equipped for this. And so what they had was a, a blue, like a blue curtain, they said, that shielded her off from seeing who was in the courtroom. Okay. So she could see the jury, the judge, the lawyers, okay. uh, the defendants, but she couldn't see who was in the courtroom. But everyone could see her. There was a, there what? Was, there was a television screen. Showing her behind Showing the her. camera? Yeah. Or behind the screen? Behind the screen. And guess what? This was also on television. You're fucking kidding me. And so everybody could see her. She should have been able to know that beforehand. Yeah, she didn't know. She didn't know. No. No, she didn't know. This was, like, not supposed to happen. And and so now all over social media. Somebody sold that. Everybody. Somebody sold that, the rights to that being on TV. I don't, I mean, they I just think it was, I think they, they fucked up, really. That's fucking crazy. And so... All on social media, everybody knows who she is and stuff. And so she's not anonymous. So she's going to have to deal with this mm-hmm. the rest of her life. And then there's a lot of people who... You think she's just a liar. She's lying because like, they're like, oh, you just want fame because yeah. these are rugby players. Yeah. And their people are t- at, like hashtag like, you know... You should have like, been lucky they wanted you. Yeah. And all this crap. And you're just, you know, Ugh. a flag, you know, and you just, you know, just wanted to fuck somebody. And so... You know. Well, didn't you say after their acquittal, they took it one step further and the rugby players actually tried to get... Sue. Yeah, they tried to sue people. They tried to sue people who, um, in social media, who had said, like... Defamed them. Yes. Yes. Oh, you... Here's the thing, like that. Like, I've had this conversation with people before about, like, rape. When other stories have come up and the, mm-hmm. the woman is spoke, speaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And the argument comes into play of, um, is it real or is, is she lying about it mm-hmm. type of a thing, which mm-hmm. we talked about. And no lie that can, I mean, none of it's good. But lying is not the same thing as being raped. You know, being lied about yeah. doesn't hurt the same as being raped. As being raped. And, then being, get, and yes. then being accused of being a liar. You know, it's just disgusting and awful. Offensive. Awful. Um, another thing that she had mentioned during this also, she said, she said that she assumed she was um, vaginally raped by both men and at different stages of the assault, like they took turns. Both men were behind her uh, where she could not see them. So, like, they took turns, like... Yeah, she didn't know. ...fucking her. I mean, she was just, like, in a... You know, you're just you're just kind of, like, in that stage, just, I'm just going to put up with this. I'm going to deal with this and wait until it's over. You know? Um, and so, she... I mean, everything got um, questioned. So, it was questioned about, like, when she was at the bar... Um, 
Uh, they were saying, like, how many did you drink? How much, you, did you, how much did you drink? Um, were you going after these rugby players? Like, were you they, flirting with them? What they were you even wearing? had like the cameras that were in the bar. They played that, and <gasps> oh my she god, was how talking, mortifying! She was talking to two other rugby players. She had her arm on like a rugby player, and they were like, and, "Oh, oh you're, you're just trying. On. You're just trying to get with a rugby player, you know." And you knew whose house you were going to, and you were just trying to get with. The guy. So the lawyers totally questioned every single action she did. And they even passed around her bloody trousers and her underwear around the courtroom and the jury for them to see. Wow. And the lawyers actually even questioned whether or not the blood on her trousers was period or if it was actually blood from an assault. Wow. Yeah. And... This is also another problem because the prosecution did not have, like, somebody up there to explain the difference between... The two different bloods. Yes. It's not the same. And they did not have anybody to explain that. No evidence. There was no No. scientific evidence talking about it. The problem is, is so over in Northern Ireland, um, the victim is not part of the prosecution. She is considered a witness. So she had no clue about what, um, uh, about any of the evidence at all or anything because she's just considered just another witness as part of this. And even though the whole case is about her. That's crazy. It is crazy. And so she's looked about, looked about very differently. And so that made the case different as well. Um, what, let me get to... What was um, really big was, so remember I told you about the girl who opened up the door, Dara, who opened up the door while she was being raped, and she she put her head down. She put her head down. And so she was a big witness in this case, obviously, because she's another woman, and so the jury's going to want to know, like, what she thought. So this is what Dara said on the stand. So... Dara Florence, um, a young woman who had met McElroy outside Oli's. So she had also met the guys the same night as well. And so she decided to go back to the house with her two friends. So at about 4 a.m., she and her friend, Claire Matthews, decided to leave and were trying to find their friend, Emily Dockertree. When Florence went upstairs and heard uh, moaning noises, coming from a bedroom. She said she entered the room and saw Jackson having sex with the complainant and who had her head somewhere around Olding's middle, in quotes. Okay. Florence said Jackson asked her if she wanted to join in, and she said no and closed the door. She told the trial she walked in on a threesome, not a rape. She probably didn't know the difference. How would you know? The, how would you know? Like, seriously, how you know. would you know? The girl has her mouth on someone's cock. She's being screwed from behind. You, if someone's got their dick in you, you can't yeah. fucking get up and fight. You open the door for a second. I mean, like, if you yeah. see somebody having sex, you're just going to open the, up the door. I shut the door quickly. Yeah. It's not like Bam. you're not going to be, like, shut. looking oh, like, Are oh. you being raped in there? Right. I'm sorry. Knock, knock, knock. Exactly. And so is that you over there being raped or you having sex? Okay. See, I, 
they're like, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You're, like, you're just like, it's embarrassing to see oh something like God. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're not expecting something like that. And so she said um, it was threesome, not rape. And there was nothing about what she saw to indicate a lack of consent or the part on the part of the complainant. She added there was also nothing to indicate positive consent either. Uh, while initially her evidence appeared helpful to the defense, there were aspects, there were aspects which also assisted the prosecution's case. Florence said she was 100% sure Jackson was having intercourse with the woman, uh, although she conceded she did not see his penis. Jackson denied any vaginal sex took place. So that was, Patty Jackson was saying, I never had sex with her. He yeah. Just, yeah, he was saying so that. Was his, but his fist was up in her, at least. Yeah, his fist was up in her. He was from, he's doing something from behind her, you know? She, he ripped her clothes off. He put her um, in a provocative position. Exactly, exactly. And um, so the cab driver, um, he testified, and so he said the young woman definitely seemed very upset. She was crying uh, stroke. She was crying stroke, sobbing throughout the journey. Um, he said that Harrison, one of the accusers, was on the phone to a person at one point, and this was later confirmed to be McElroy, and seemed to be speaking uh, in code. He said he remembers Harrison saying, she is with me now. She is not good. I'll call you in the morning. And so then... One of the guys said that? Yeah, that's what the cab driver said that he okay, heard. Okay. So then um, also what played a big, 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 big part in this was the text. I remember I told you they're part of that. What's yep. ask, ask, yep. Which was yep. um, text messages. And so... Um, the prosecution actually had to hire a slang language um, person to be able to describe what spit roasting was. So they had that out there, but not a blood anal analysis. Right. That's what I'm like, too. It's just like, okay. And so um, the guy's lawyers were saying, like, oh, the guys are just, you know, being, being lads and they're just boasting about having sex and stuff. And none of it actually is like, Real, it's just guys being guys, you know, just bragging and trying to impress one another. But um, so what they picked up from That's the bullshit. text messages, which they didn't get all, they couldn't recover all of them, but they got some of them. So just before noon on June 28th, McElroy had asked in a message, what the fuck was going on? Last night was hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. A subsequent message was not recovered. However, McElroy followed up with, really, really fuck's sake. Did you calm her and where did she live? So Harrison immediately replied, mate, no joke, no jokes. She was in hysterics and wasn't going to end well. Other messages gave an insight into the highly chauvinistic tenor of the men's conversations. So they had any sluts get fucked. One friend asked Olding that day. So he said, pumped a girl with Jacko on Monday, roasted her. Then another on Tuesday night. McElroy texted another person and said, love Belfast sluts. And a text from McElroy attached a picture of Dara Florence and her two friends taken at the party. And those were the texts heard by the jury. 
the texts were banter and immature boasting, according to the defense. Right. And the words of young men who were egging each other Because it's acceptable. Exactly. It's acceptable to talk like that. So you can't really tell the difference of one thing Yeah, it goes in kind of the, the whole culture. It's okay to talk about people that yeah, way. Yeah, it's okay to talk about girls that way. I think also it goes into the sports culture, which I was trying to talk, I was talking to Rex about, actually, like, do they see women different? Like, they are so used to getting everything that they want, and they refer... So women will just do whatever they want, so right. they, they don't have That's to right. work for it. That's what we talked about. I said... I think she got raped, but I think she also looked like a lot of the other girls who were at that house. And when you go to somebody's house, it's different than being, you know, in public. When you're at a house, things are expected to go down. And I guarantee you, she looked a lot like the other girls at that house who willingly had sex with guys. I still think she got raped. Right. But at 19, she but, went to a place where that's what people are going to do. Because you're you're going along with it. You don't, you're kind of being t- swept away. Right. And then it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I guarantee you. What did I get myself that, into? Like, no, I mean, yeah. I've been there. She dressed like all uh-huh. those other girls. She me too. She looked like all those Hashtag other girls. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked exactly like all the other girls there. Like, she went, and this is also another thing the defense questioned her on, because she went there without any friends. And they were like, why didn't you go there with any friends, you know? And they're like, obviously, you were just there because of the guys that are famous. You know, you just wanted to be with them. Right, of course. And, you know. You know, like, like you know, that, that happens, And you know what? Even if she did, it doesn't mean that she deserved to get raped. So what? So what if she did? So say she was like, she just wanted to be close, to, uh, close them. to them or whatever Flirt with them she obviously at some point was like kiss no them. She, could exactly. kiss, she could want to do everything exactly but what she did yeah, exactly and the minute you go don't stop right it was a problem exactly. you know what i'm saying so i'm like so what if she did so maybe she maybe she did maybe she just wanted she to maybe eat. she wanted sex with one of you but not both exactly and you know what she was 19 and when you're 19 you you Fucking do not have like your head together when you're older than all. 19, honey. Gosh, I even you, I know, even you're older, not. you're still not together. She was 19 and she did not. Sometimes I, I do, I think she was raped, but yeah, I told you she looked like the other girls that are there. They think she's gonna do what every other girl does there, right? Which is right. unfortunate so. because that's the you know, that's just right. you know what you do. Ugh. I know it's just gross. really like gross and sad and all that stuff and um, you know so the guys uh, the guys took the stand they all lied <laughs> you know I'm not even going to I'm not even going to get to into all of it they were just you know pretty much just saying that and a part of me like a part of me believes like in a way they because of their culture they believe that they yes. didn't Yes, they believe I was, that they I'm, did. I was like, yes. are we going to agree on this? I mean, I didn't okay. know if this was going to come out of left uh-huh. field. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, in a way, they mm-hmm. are affluent. Yes. You know, they're they mm-hmm. like affluenza teens. Yes. Who they're and they're just, used to this because if you've seen their text we're, messages. We're like dudes, man. We're like yeah. bro dudes. We're going to go out there and be bro dudes. And we're going to drink and anyway, have sex and Let's dudes, like also like you know? not like we can't dismiss. There are girls out there. and I'm, That will do it. That will do it. And. That that's all they want, and that's and that if that is what you want, and you are in your heart, that's what you do. Right. Then do it. Right. But that's not every girl. That's not every girl. But they're so used to girls, girls like that, that just... you know, because we can go to Rex and his his 
touring days. I would go to Todd. I would defer to Todd on that. <laughs> but no, that's why I said. That's why I told you though that I do. I think when you go there, you, I told you. I'd say it again. You know, she looked like the other girls. Guarantee is she dressed like all the other girls. And yeah, like you said, that's what those guys do. That's what they do every weekend. They're at mm-hmm. somebody's house. They're not out in public. They're at somebody's house. Yeah. Right. Which Once, means you came to my. Which I found this out very recently. Well, I mean that's oh. the biggest thing too. Well, it's different when you when you bring people when you bring people to your house. There's a different expectation. It is. It, <laughs> I just learned this. No, that's different. I'm just really. This. There's no, a completely no, no, no. different expectation. The after party. Yeah. The after party is always, always hooking up. Always. Why does it mean Why that? Why did you just... Because uh, once a girl comes back to your place, yes. it's a different expectation. It is. It's a different expectation. And, so that's uh, why... You, yeah. Because it's just like the... Just like where she said, the mood, the mood changed. And she felt it. And she wanted to leave then because she could tell... Right. ...where things are going. Happens all the time. Yes. And that's because when you go back to somebody's house, after your night out drinking at a bar, and they're like, come back to my place, they want to hook up. Like, nobody wants to just chill and talk. That's some bullshit. They'll lie to you and say, let's chill and talk. But that's not what they want. They want to fuck. I want someone to be like, I want to fuck you at my house. Come over, have sex now. And I'd be like, yes. But if you're going to come over and be like, hey, let's go hang out and talk. And I'm going to try to fakey swoon you. Then I don't want you. I don't want you near me because that's skeezy. That's 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 the law of the West, you know. I mean, that's that's what girl, even some girls who are completely, completely, that's all they're there for. They're there for the get down. Some of them just won't come out and say it. They still just say, "I want to come over." The get down. Yeah, I mean, but they they even they as they can be as freaky as the day, but they will not just come out and say it. Some I'm will. the only one out there saying it. Well, guys. no, some will. Some absolutely will. But there's a whole other group that that they just can't bring themselves to say right. the words. Why? But it, I don't. Hey, you guys are girls. Hey, 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 we talk about that real well, quick. Oh, we talk. No, 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 no because pain. I actually it's have that as one of my my things because girls don't want to because it's a shame thing. It's it's in it's in our culture. So. We have totally different cultures. Guy culture, girl culture. Sure, sure, sure. So girls, so guys, guys can like fuck however many people they want. And they're a stud. They're awesome. A girl that comes out and says that to you. I like sex. I love it. I, you know, yes, I fuck all these people. They're they are slut, which is a is negative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told told Tamara, I've known a lot of women who'll spend time with men and tell their friends that they don't have sex with those men. But they do. That's their culture. <laughs> uh-huh. Men will spend time with women that they didn't have sex with and tell their friends that they had sex with them. It's just, like you said, the, it, like I said, nothing's 100%. Mm-hmm. But that's the majority. Mm-hmm. The majority is that, yeah, even the women who want to come over and do that, yeah, they're just going to say, hey, I want to come by your house. Or, yeah, I want to spend some time with you. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what it is. Like I said, I felt bad for this girl because, like I said, at 19, you know, yeah, I think she got in over her head pretty quick. You know, that yeah, these guys... You know, these guys knew what was going to go down. These guys knew all that stuff. I still don't know who has to, like you said, put, forcibly put your hand in somebody and, you know, you know what, how that would anyway, you know, be, be part of yeah, how that's any part of their sexual night. I mean, but, her DNA is underneath their nails yeah. for days. That's what I was like, too. I was just like, and uh, her blood was on their duvet cover, but, cover and everything, too. Well, Tamara, you kept saying it. The lawyers. The lawyers this, yes. the lawyers this. Once they get that video of her at the bar, once they have all this other stuff, they're getting acquitted. Once, yeah. You know, that's, I mean, you know, they're able to do that. So, I mean, you know, sad but true, but that's why they're able to do that. I think it's just in there their, how the whole thing was just set up, the court. I just think everything was just set up against her. You know, she ended up having to defend herself instead of them having to defend. It was right. more like 
She was the she's, one being accused. She at was this totally point. being accused. I mean, she was eight days on there, and then every single action Just being that she made and reabused. Yes, and she did, and she did everything right. You know, she afterwards. She did everything right, but then everything was being just picked apart that she did. And I think that's why also part of it was just like huge on social media and everything. And I think everybody was just shocked by the, you know, uh, the verdict. Right. I mean, it was, a, it was a, what, 42-day trial, and the jury only spent three hours deliberating. So they didn't even go through all the evidence. They, they, were had, already like made up. they had already made or, up. You know, their, innocent, they were innocent. Yeah, they already guilty. had made up their minds about it. And I'm sure a lot of it had to do with the girl who saw, you know, and she's right. saying, no, it's yep, consensual. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of that had to do with it. Yeah, and, I bet it did. Yeah, but I mean, the girl right after, right after, like, she goes home, she texts her friends, and it's like, hey, you know, I was raped. You know, she didn't even say, like, it wasn't like she was, it wasn't like even something where a few days later she was like, I was raped. Because sometimes that happens where, sure. you, you know, it takes a while to even acknowledge it. Yeah, it's accept, like, that that happened to you. She was just, like, right away, and she texts she texts one of the I'm guys like, and was <laughs> like, hey, that was not consensual. Yeah. You know? She did everything. She went to the cops and everything. Yep. And so it's just really hard to think, like, a jury hears all this, and then they're still, like, no, I think it was consensual. Because that's basically what they were saying. It's like, I think it was a consensual act, you know, and that she wanted that to happen. I also think the jury probably had a hard time thinking about, because I think it is hard to think about somebody being forced to have oral. Right. And, you know, and <laughs> it's, it totally can happen. And yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Someone sticks a cock. You're being fucked from behind and someone sticks a cock in your They're mouth. They're shoving a dick in your mouth and yeah. you can't breathe. You can't. Yeah. So it's just like. I mean, what right. are you going to do? What are you going to do? Run. How do you get away from There's that? There's nothing she can do. All. She was just stuck in a really, really, really bad situation. <sighs> and so, um, yeah, that's what, like, what okay, I wanted to disturbing. really talk about. The whole thing was just really, really, really disturbing let me uh make sure i get all like my notes and stuff i'm here um i don't like that story no so like the main guy jackson patty jackson who is accused um he said so according to jackson he was kissing the woman in his bedroom until she asked him what her name was and he couldn't tell her and this caused the mood to change, and both returned downstairs. Ah. Which I think that probably... Hello? Yeah. How is that omission of guilt? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's a very yeah. logical reason for I mean, a girl not to want to have sex with right. you, and then motherfucker. So, yeah, and so then um, she's going to want to go ahead and have sex with you then later, just because of that. So it says, later he went back up to his room, and she followed. They started kissing again before she performed oral sex on him, he said. And at this point... Olding opened the door and Jackson waved and smiled at him. He said, it was a bit embarrassing. I kind of smiled at him and waved at him. It was stupid, Jackson said. He said, Olding entered and the woman performed oral sex on him too while he moved to the end of the bed and started touching her vagina with his fingers. He saw there was blood but assumed it was from her period, he said. 
He denied trying to force his fist inside the woman, calling the accusation revolting and disgusting. Yeah, because now everyone knows you're terrible at sex, yeah. you stupid And perverts. I'm sorry, like, so he's going to also continue touching her when he sees period blood. Most guys yeah. don't, and especially he doesn't know her. So uh, he said he... Th- uh, he said he thought events were leading to penile penetration and the woman asked for a condom, but he couldn't find one. She left sometime later and did not seem upset. Olding was next to the uh, stand and he said he went upstairs to go to bed. He opened the door to Jackson's room and saw the woman straddling Jackson and kissing him. Nothing was said, but she beckoned him over with her hand before performing oral sex on him. Uh, this continued for about five minutes until he ejaculated. He then left and went to sleep elsewhere. Oh, my God. I'm super disturbed. I know. I found this whole thing, like, really, really disturbing and stuff. Like, sadly, it's not uncommon. No, it's not uncommon at all. And I think the reason why, you know, it was, like, a big story also because it was just rugby players doing this, you know, and... There's, I mean, here it's been football players, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it's, like... I just think it's just the whole culture. There needs to be something that changed with the culture, I think, with how guys think about sex. I think porn plays a big part. And girls need to start being protective of themselves Mm -hmm. and respectful of themselves. I agree. And seeing that they're slutty nature, Mm -hmm. which there's a difference between wanting and loving sex and then like just everybody. Yeah, you gotta be careful with who you are doing. I mean literally like, there's you diseases yeah, out there. There are diseases and then there's also people I mean, like we Get, we talk about things all the time, like with murder. Yeah. Like what if you're like with somebody and then they just start choking you? Yes. You know? Or something. And you don't know this person. You do not trust this person. You don't know them. You know, you just have to be really, really careful. Just be careful with yourself. And then, you then Don't put yourself in situations where it can happen. Find a fuck happen. buddy. I just heard about this. Find a fuck yeah. buddy. Just heard about it? Well, not heard about it, but somebody <laughs> reminded me. Just find a fuck buddy. And um, have that safe fuck buddy to have instead yes. of fucking all the people. Exactly. Or if you want to have several fuck buddies. You know, yeah, if you several have to have, fuck buddies. Yeah, but have, have people you can trust, you know, really. And it, I understand, like, it might be kind of cool to, like, go out and meet somebody and then just fuck them. But just fuck them and then that's it. Never talk to them again. But yeah, no, I don't think that's cool. No, I don't either. But I mean, I would say exciting would probably be the. No, you know, exciting would probably exciting, be the right word. Okay, cool. okay, okay. Exciting. We'll take it. Is better. Anyway, but, but just just don't put yourself in those kind of situations where something like that can happen. Just change the culture of these guys are really meeting around doing their sports, yeah. and then. They're not anyone extra special. What is that? The, uh, something good that did come out from this is so the guys um, on the rugby team, they were kicked off their okay, rugby good. team Thank because God. of it. And yes. And a lot of people thought that wasn't going to happen, you know, because they were acquitted, you know. But then the rugby team had their own separate investigation and they decided then that um, their behavior was um, enough to get them kicked off. Thankfully, thank God. Right, and I'm like, at least something. Somebody's paying attention from that. Well, I, you know, but I think like also like uh, some of the things that come up is really porn. I think plays like a huge, 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 huge. Porn is very violent. 
it's violent. Oh yeah, I watched this really good documentary on it, and just talking about like how violent it is, and how guys now think are, that's what sex is. They think it's normal. They think it's that's what's expected. They even think that's what the girl wants, and that's what the girl thinks she's expected to do. Exactly. And this is like not normal at all, and it like turns from this thing that's like not even like sensual, loving. Right. It just turns into something that's just like. Awful. Getting off, getting off getting as hard off, as you can. Mean. I mean, she's a she's the scum of the earth. Scum, shoving somebody's face on the floor in your own spit. Yeah, that's disgusting. And that's like in the documentary I saw. It was like a porn where they're doing that. Someone spit all on the floor, and then they're just shoving well, the girl's I just wanna, face in it. So let's go back to Rex's question, mm-hmm. which was, "Can you read? Would you rather read somebody's mind or the dog's <laughs> mind?" <laughs> I would go back and say, I want to know what their porn habits are. Okay. See, I would, that's very interesting. I would like to know that. I mean, I don't even know what Rex's We've not discussed porn each habits. other's porn habits. No. And Next is, episode. Dun, next dun, dun, episode. Dun. Which is weird because actually like when uh, I date guys, I do ask them like, who's their favorite porn star? Who, you know, what porn, you know, I, I'm so nosy. Well, I learned that from and, listening to your guys' other dating Things. I told you every time you'd come home after I listened to it, it's amazing to me that men don't know how to talk to women. They can't just talk to them about, again, things they might have common interest in or anything. Like you said, what I learned from your guys' podcast when you guys have those is that, yeah, all the men wanted to talk about sex or talk Always. about, or they talk to the woman like they were talking to their friends. You should talk to a woman like she's a woman and like somebody you want to get to know and you're interested in. If you want to go afterward and tell your friends, yeah, hey, she was driving me crazy or yeah, hey, you know, I really wanted to do this. Tell that to your friends. But these guys, everybody you guys talk to on that dating thing, everybody that wrote in, the guy would say that to the girl. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense to me. Like you said, you should talk to her like she's somebody you're dating and talk to your friends. Like you care about her. That's what I'm saying. Talk to your friends. You want to know about her. Like any more dating is like, what's for dinner? <laughs> I'm like, what's for dinner? If her ass is driving you crazy, <laughs> if, if her ass is driving you crazy, don't tell her. Tell right. your friend exactly the next day. Say, right. man, I went out with this girl. She was great. It was a great night. We had a great date, and yeah, her ass was driving me nuts. But every get, but you guys talked to on your podcast. The guy would say that to her. Mm. You know, and yeah, right. it's totally inappropriate on either, yeah, first date or... Oh, yeah, totally you know, inappropriate. Yeah, it's just that that was amazing totally. to me that, yeah, so many so women many, wrote in and said, yes. this is exactly what's happening on my dates. Becky's just like <laughs> this is what's happening on my date. We, we, talk, we talked a lot Still. before we dated and yeah. then we dated and we did not ever talk about those type of things. Nope. We did not. We'll talk nope. about that later. Nope. I need tips. How yeah, to expand my conversation did. from what's for dinner to other like real, real shit. Yes. Like let's get to know you kind of shit. Exactly. Like exactly. And so anyway, I know. So this whole thing just brought up a whole bunch of questions and stuff. And so it's just, ugh. and I mean, I was reading the text messages, you know, they're just awful. I mean, awful. Well, that's probably why they got kicked off the team. At least the team was able to recognize so. yeah. there was a lot of other things going on mm-hmm. that just were unbecoming and yeah, not something that right. they wanted their, you know, represented. So it's good that I think that they, you know, at least looked at some of those things and made some of those decisions. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So like if, um, um, what I'll, what I'll do is I'll add a link to the Irish Times story yeah. and also a link to the text messages because I can't even go through all of them. And there really are, but it's 
it, the text message actually though just shows like the whole layout of everything right and how, after how they were reacting after oh yeah because the guys like met up for lunch the next day and obviously that day Gross. is when they were coming up with their different stories and they start deleting text messages and stuff you know and the whole time the girl's texting her friends and even the texting opposite thing some yes and you know and her friends are totally encouraging her go 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 report this and everything and it's just really interesting to read the text messages and then just what the guys are talking about too just right. being gross about sex and everything and stuff and how they really really did not they knew that she thought that, that this wasn't consensual and that she was going to go to the police and stuff about it but it was like they didn't care you know right they didn't care. At they all. knew they'd get away with it. Yeah. Well, so that's a depressing way to end the show. I know. This, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of heavy show. I guess it was heavy, but I I'm think it was heavy last time. Probably we too. probably are going to be heavy every. I'm yeah. Like, just get used to it, people. Deal with that. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, thank you, Rex, for being here today. Um, it was a pleasure. Well, I yeah. Think, I thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I enjoyed and that. I enjoyed it too. And then your segments that you'll be doing. For the show, we're just, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what kind of questions you come up with. I like, oh, I like that getting to know fun. both of you guys a little bit better. Uh, I don't know, Todd, did you learn anything about them tonight? Through any, you, I mean, <laughs> Todd's like, no, I know enough. <laughs> he knows that he knows everything. I know enough. <laughs> um, but I have to say, anyone listening, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Listen to us on iTunes. Listen rate us to, yes. a five star yes. review us yes um send in your questions maybe you have questions for us that rex will read to read yeah and um, um send those to uh official what the f podcast at gmail and we're also on social media we're instagram, instagram facebook facebook, facebook and group. Also there's a twitter facebook group. We have a facebook group and we're looking forward to having conversations with you guys yeah like let's talk about like Let's talk about the stuff that we can't talk about yet. Yeah. I mean, there's so much what the F we need there to know. There is, yeah. Like What's a local what the a, F for you? Exactly. And, you know, send that into us too, you know? And oh, maybe yeah. we can talk about it on the show. And also, I just want to thank Todd, our For producer. putting up with us. Thank you. Todd, always, And Todd, forever. who has actually our... XOXO. Um, our theme music that we have is actually... Todd actually he's a, he's a you know very accomplished musician yep and but we will post those links to yeah, on our social media so links, you can get a hold you know, of that like stuff. so you can listen to download download his music maybe um if you want to contact him for any music or whatever contact us through our website and we'll pass it on we'll, yep and if you're making a movie and you need your score wrote Maybe. Score yeah. wrote. I don't or, know. Uh, yeah, or porn. If you want to make a porno, Todd has the music for you. You have the, yes. He has the music and for everything. And I have the studio. Oh, you, you sure do. And now We're, we have a video I'm, guy. Yeah, there's okay. a bed right in front, in front of me right now as I speak. God. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. This was great. I had a blast today. I did too. I did too. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye.